0: Tobacco Road Weekly is back again. And uh, you know, it's it was Super Bowl week last week, but I don't know, I don't know how Billy felt about the Super Bowl. But we'll get we'll get to that. a I minute. Mean, we'll have to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl before we get started. But uh, with me as always, it's my partner in crime, Billy Parker, of course, uh, up in the up in the Northern Virginia area. You, you expecting any uh, frozen precipitation tonight, Billy?
1: You know, once again, disappointed up here. They keep promising snow, and, and it always turns to rain. So, uh, sitting up here, disappointed once again.
0: Yeah, we're, we're, we are we're just got told uh, my daughter's on a two-hour delay tomorrow, so I don't know. I didn't even know anything was coming. I'll put it to you that way. I, I don't think it's going to be any snow. I think they're talking mostly like sleet and maybe which uh, freezing rain a little bit. That kind of scares me. You don't ever want to see freezing rain. That causes a mess. With the uh, electricity and all that stuff, so uh, you can't watch any sports. You can't get on the Internet, so it, it's kind of crappy there, but uh, hopefully we'll get through without any power outages. Just... All right, first off, before we get into ACC basketball, Super Bowl. How disappointed were you at the Super Bowl? You know, I was, I was disappointed on two levels. TV. One,
1: Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. That was very disappointing for me. <laughs> I'm so tired of Tom Brady. Uh and number two, it was just it was a pretty bad game. It was a um, terrible across game. the board. Terrible game. Um, you know, dominant performance for Tampa Bay defensively and offensively. And uh, you know, hey, I ate a lot of food, gave me a chance to just hang out and do nothing for a few hours, so <laughs>
0: um
1: end of the day it's what it was. So I was hoping Tom Brady would drop that um, Lombardi trophy in, into the uh, water yesterday when he tried to pop off know. the know That would
0: have been so hilarious. You know. But uh But, yeah, <laughs> I, to me, Tom Brady did not deserve the MVP. MVP should have gone to the uh, Tampa Bay defense. You know, he held Kansas City to nine points. First time yeah. Mahomes has, has not scored single digits or thrown a touchdown since college. So uh, you you got to give credit where credit's due. And I Brady had a a decent game, but that defense had an awesome game, and I don't. Think yeah, they, they pretty,
1: yeah, they were
0: pretty. Yeah, pretty amazing. All right, so. so yeah, so now we just got basketball. Basketball because, uh, is what's here, so yeah. Let's let's talk Absolutely. about. Uh, let's talk. Let's recap what went on this week in in ACC basketball. We'll start. Uh, what you got? What we'll, we we'll starting with Boston College? Well. He-
1: yeah, I figured, hey, let's start on a high-nose here. <laughs> and uh, the Wolfpack, you know, played BC on Saturday. You know, we were on that four-game losing streak, um, you know, just needing to win super bad and had an opportunity to go against BC with the big six scholarship players that were available for that game. Um, they had gotten hit pretty bad with COVID, so they only had six scholarship players available and state did do what they were supposed to do they took it to bc uh actually at one point went on a 37 to 3 run Good i don't Lord. know if i've ever seen state do a 37 to 3 run on anybody i don't think i've ever um, seen many
0: people do a 37 to 3 run no it was uh it was fun to
1: watch and then um you know in a game 81 55 so all and shots at the end and um uh, but Again, you know, I give it to Boston College. I mean, they had guys <laughs> pulling guys in that um, you know were basically practice players, and you know, they hustle. Uh, but you know, in the day, they to win. Well,
0: that's their chance. About it. But that's their chance of, yeah, to yeah, absolutely. Something, you know, so they got absolutely, and that's the ones you like to see too to get out there and, and they yeah. get their chance, and because yeah. they're going to give it everything they got and nothing they against did. nothing against hustling. the guys that start and all that the superstars, but. Uh, you you see a different a different kind of hustle with a different kind of effort yeah. from the guys that don't get in there a lot to, when they get their chance.
1: And and I always love you know when that happens. Usually usually that happens when the game's kind of getting away. And uh, state even got some of their players in. They don't get to play very much. And but you always got the bench pulling for them really hard because oh, yeah. those are guys that practice that hustle. They know those guys really well. They want them to get that bucket and. Um, you know, one state player, uh, got in and um, Gibson and, you know, he, he had two or three close shots and just could not get it to fall and he finally got one to fall. So I think the bench was pretty happy for him. But, you know, that was, that was, uh, hey, it was nice to get a win, um, even in that situation. But, you know, came back to reality soon after. So, yeah. but, uh, you know, that that was a good one. So the next game up was Virginia Tech, uh, Miami game, which was a heck of a basketball game.
0: Yeah, it was so, a game and what's going on with Miami?
1: Wow. Well, you know, look at look at them.
0: You know, every team, every team that's struggling in the ACC should pay us to talk about how bad they're playing, <laughs> because that is true. When when we talk about how bad they're playing. They all of a sudden they get on a roll, they start playing better, and then uh, just like vice versa, uh, it, if we talk about we talk up a team about how good they're playing, they start playing like crap. So it's, I think we've got some kind of control on these ACC teams this year. Wow.
1: Well, let's let's uh, really get it to state and talk them down. So uh, no, I'm not going to give you that satisfaction right now. <laughs> I need mean, all we can get, but hey, you know, I give it to Miami. They could have packed it up and just, you know, cashed the end, but they're, they're, you know, hustling every game. Um, and they had a big win over Duke and I mean, Virginia Tech's a really good basketball team. Went down, went down the wire, took them to overtime. Um, but Virginia Tech escapes with a win, um, on that one. So that was, uh, 80-76 win last Saturday. So great basketball game. Um, give it to Miami for coming out there and, and making a contest. Then we get into, um, you know, you know, it looks like Clemson has turned a little bit of a corner. I'm telling you,
0: we said we didn't know what was wrong with them. They were really sucking, and now they're playing up to their potential again, I guess.
1: They they are, and, um, you know, Syracuse, we'll talk about a little bit later, but, you know, who's also one of those teams you just don't know which team's showing up. Exactly. They handle Syracuse, no problem. Um, 78-61. Uh, Nick on, I don't know if you've seen this guy play, but this guy, if he gets hot, just watch out. He trains four straight three pointers early in the game, um, got him up to a 20 point halftime lead. And, uh, and by the end, Clemson's basically emptying the bench. And they, they, you know, get the 78 win over Syracuse on Saturday.
0: Yeah, and I so, mean, um, yeah, you, you sit close. there and talk about which team's going to show up with Syracuse. But there are a lot of teams in the ACC this year that you just don't know what team's going to show up what night. I mean, uh, Virginia Tech can play their butt off. Like we talked about last week, Virginia Tech plays their butt off, beats Virginia, and then lets Pitt beat them by, by 11 the, the following game. So, I yeah. mean, you know, it's, it's, it's just one of those cases this year. We talked about it time and time again. Uh, inconsistency. And the ACC is, is, is really hurting a lot of these teams. Yeah. I mean, you
1: know, I don't know if you attribute that to, you know, we don't know what's really going on behind the scenes. Right. A lot of these guys are supposedly isolated, but, um, you know, they're, you know, but some of the practices might be off schedule. Everything's just different. Oh, yeah. Everything's um, different you know, this
0: year and so in all sports.
1: It is. So, you know, that throws them off and maybe they get thrown off for a week. I mean, sports is routine. I mean, you know that. Um, and as being a coach, I mean, you got to have that routine and everything yeah. going. And I think that's got thrown off because um, pretty much every team, you can say, kind of had a, a point. They missed the beat a little bit. But it is. It's, it's been kind of um, really interesting to watch how they play out. So, you just, again, like I said last week, I, I wouldn't bet on any of these games. You just don't know what's going to happen um, on, on the way they go. So, obviously, we don't – I, I I don't know because I missed half the games I guess last week on uh, <laughs> my predictions so <laughs> um, speaking of that I, mean, I, my, I think I actually picked Pitt in this Virginia Pitt game I think you did and uh, I did so I was doing my, my my buddy Kristen's recent a favor and I picked against him which guaranteed the victory for Virginia um, this was so a got close game this was a really close game, yeah. Close game. Yeah. yeah absolutely um so you know, I thought Champ Penny was kind of, and, and he did, he had a good game, but um, just it just wasn't enough. It's just Virginia seems to. I mean, most of the games, even you know when they played State last week, it, it's close all the way kind of to the end. The only game Virginia Tech game got away from them at the end. Right. Other than that, every game's been pretty close, pretty close, pretty close. To get down the last three minutes, Virginia takes control of the game, and uh, just did that at the Georgia Tech. So, and they did it to Pitt. Um, in this game. So that was a good win. I mean, good, solid win for Virginia, who continues to roll. Um, so, you know, I guess um, they've rebounded from us talking them up the other <laughs> way.
0: I don't know if it's <laughs> over yet. We'll, we'll have to see what, uh, what, uh, what the future holds for Virginia. I'm not saying anything, Chris, so if B- Billy can talk <laughs> about I'm not saying anything.
1: Well, I tell what, I will let you take the lead on this next one. This big rival game we talked about, which lived up to what we said, with Eno yeah, property, it with you know probably that Duke Carolina
0: game. It, it was, it, I mean, it was, it was so different though. Uh, just watching it in an empty Cameron Indoor Stadium, uh, yeah. it, you know, you expect to hear the crowd and all that, and I know that's the same way with with every game that's being played. But the, when Carolina goes to Cameron you're expecting just wild, crazy stuff going on in, in at Cameron. I mean, you talk to some of these, even some of the state players, some of the Carolina players, any of the players I've interviewed that have gone into Cameron, and that's one of the questions I ask them, how wild was it in Cameron, especially the ones that were there in the 90s, uh, late 80s, or early 90s, uh, and, and on, and, and they all say, there's stuff going on in there you wouldn't believe you wouldn't if you did not see it on TV but and that makes a lot of difference but Carolina Duke game you know it was <laughs> Carolina jumped jumped out to a big lead and Duke came you know because I I was sitting there watching I was like wow this is going to be a blowout and I said no this is Carolina Duke that Duke will come back and they <laughs> did uh, Duke did exactly what I thought they would do and they they got it. a competitive game and then second half it was almost like a complete repeat of the first half carolina jumped out to a big lead in the second half and duke comes right back and it comes down to the end uh you hated to see it in for duke i know the duke fans were terrible with uh the the traveling call there at the end when they're up they're up uh carolina's up by one and, and Duke gets a traveling call on uh, possession with time running out. And Carolina hits free throws to pretty much put it away. 91-87 Caleb Love has his best game as a Tar Heel by far. 25 points. Uh, I will say this. Garrison Brooks started off hot. I was just like, just give the ball to him. And, uh, yeah, he, he had a big say in that first half because he was just – he was hitting shots. He looked confident. He looked like Garrison Brooks from last year the first half. Kind of, kind of faded out with uh, Caleb Love taking over in the second half. But uh, Carolina gets the win, ninety-one to eighty-seven, and it, it, it was a it was a good game. But like I said, just didn't have that. And I don't know if it it may have been a lot of it was was the crowd not being there,
1: and yeah, then some of it was
0: just you know. And I texted a lot of people during that game that were Carolina fans and Duke fans, what do you think of this game? And you know, majority, I would say 60% of them said, I'm not even watching. Both of these teams suck. I'm not even watching. So, I mean, that I think that had a lot to do with uh, the electricity, I guess, wasn't there because of the crowd. But the wanting to watch it because so many times you saw – these, guys, these teams were top 10 rated teams in the past, both of them in the top 10, uh, sometimes one versus two, and this year, it just, it doesn't have that same draw as, as it has in years past, and, uh, but, you know, it is what it is, Carolina, Carolina beats Duke, so, 91 so I was happy. Uh, now, yeah, well, yeah, they got the win, but. So you're
1: telling me the cardboard board cutouts on you know, and the fan thing didn't do it for you, that oh, wasn't exactly enough to right. Get, get them yeah, a that, that's and get some energy going.
0: That is so <laughs> really getting me into the game What seeing you know, and I know I understand it's 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 a way for I guess I don't know how much it's being charged for these cardboard cutouts, but I guess it's a way for the university to recoup some money that they lost from it, but not much, but uh, you know I don't of, I an empty stands, I guess. <laughs> you know, I d I don't know. I it's just yeah. it's a good idea, I'll put it that way, but I'm just not a big fan of it. I I, I yeah. I'm sorry. I mean do you gonna like, spend that five hundred dollars on the cup
1: cut out I had that uh for the
0: state games, I guess. Oh, so you've got a cardboard cutout. That's gonna be no, of course not. Is that how <laughs> much it costs? No,
1: actually, I think they're about 100 bucks. Um, okay. $100, $120. Bucks, so right. that, that, was,
0: that was one of my questions going to be. I mean, I, I don't know how much. And, you know, the same way and we, and we, we did the final score earlier, we recorded earlier, me and Lynn were talking about it, uh, same way with Super Bowl. There was cardboard cutouts at the Super Bowl. Yeah. And one of the things that I always looked – uh, you know, that really got me into the game, especially growing up as a kid at the Super Bowl, was, you know, 30 minutes before the game when the announces up there and you see the, the people piling in behind in the stands, filling the stands and, 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 getting, the, and getting the view from overhead of, of the stadium. It's packed. It just wasn't there this year. And, you know, you know it, it's, it's sad. It's what we become. Uh, with this COVID era, but I, I hope by next year, maybe this will be over and we'll uh, we'll be able to get back to normal with uh, with some of this stuff. It's just it's really bad. And speaking of COVID, uh, we have to talk about this because we talked about Carolina and Duke game. Um, apparently, some of these people don't follow protocol, and I mean they're not the first ones to do it, but they're definitely not smart for doing it. After the UNC victory, UNC basketball players have a massless party uh, and uh, it cost them a game I mean their game against Miami was postponed. I don't know if it was going to be made up uh, but you know you got to use common sense and I mean and I will say this too in not trying to defend them. Because they knew what they did was wrong. And the fact that you put it up on social media, which everybody looks at, by the way, especially if you're a, a sports figure or a basketball player or any kind of social media, a lot of people look at that. I don't know if they realize that, by the way, if they thought they were going to get away with it. But the fact that people called one of these kids with death threats, his mom was reporting, he got death threats over this. The fact that you're going to do yeah. that, that's taking it way too far. The kid made a mistake. Granted, I'm not, and that was a bonehead mistake because he knew he was, he well, yeah. But, come on. Yeah. I, uh, it?
1: You know, I, I, uh, so here, okay, it's one, it's Carolina. So my first instinct is pile on, right? So yeah. I'm like, yes, yeah, so I should pile on them for this. But, you know, I'll be honest. I mean, we we've been there. So I mean, all right, these guys, you know, I use the term "kid," you know, loosely with something, because these kids, some of them are seventeen years yeah. old and eighteen. Yeah, yeah, But they are kind of adults too. They're called in between. They're yeah. yeah and, they're in between. Um,
0: yeah. But I mean, but you got you got to realize too, and I'm not taking up for do. them, but you got to realize at that age where you think you would uh, make some of the decisions you make now. Your, yeah, I know. I yeah, you, I mean, I'd, I'd be. I am sure. So. Yeah, but I mean, I, it's just not taken up for them because they they should know better. No, it, well,
1: you know, so it comes out, so you know, Sharp and Baycott get just outed uh, on yeah. the thing. Well, they did and it to themselves. the one. Well, they did it themselves, but yeah, I don't know if you read the apology just came out from Carolina, but it was pretty much most of the team and the managers. They're the two that got caught on the video. Um, so finally the rest of them, cause I was like, okay, it's not just the two of those guys at a party. So finally the rest fessed up and said, Hey, it was, it wasn't just them. It was, you know, pretty much all of us. So their explanation, which I buy a little bit is they had a party with their group and that they already kind of had isolated and others came and it, it just kind of got out of hand, which, you know, okay, I, I can buy that a little bit. Um, but you know, I guess more my issue. Is how it was handled. Okay, so you know, I'm not that upset. It, it was 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 it a bad decision. Yeah. yeah, these guys are isolated. They made a bad decision. Um, but the decision of postponing the game two hours before the game, you know, then I have to split thing between. Well, really, Miami, they all tested negative. They took the test today. Are you really that? Is it that big of a deal? I mean, you do have an owl here. And then on the flip side, I'm thinking, well, hey, Carolina broke the rules. Yeah. Um, so the game shouldn't be postponed. It actually should be forfeited, to be quite honest with you. Um, so, and it, it's not forfeited, and I don't know if they'll make up the game. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's you know kind of a wash.
0: But you know, i I'll I'll, I'll throw out an example for you, and this goes back to the NFL. Uh, late in the season, second matchup between the Ravens and the Steelers. Post on, supposed to be on Thanksgiving Day, Thanksgiving Night. Postponed because the Ravens broke protocol when their strength coach, who was infected, came in the uh, weight room without a mask on. He first of all, he came in to the facility and was infected. Second of all, he wasn't wearing a mask. So instead of I'm like you. I'm like you, Billy. You're gonna you're gonna really think I'm crazy, Billy. He's agreeing with this. Uh, if you break protocol knowingly, then games shouldn't be uh, postponed. It should be forfeited. I, I agree. I mean that's because I, well, I'm a little surprised, but <laughs> because you know that game with Baltimore and Pittsburgh postponed twice. Yeah. To to a, a almost a week later, and uh, they wanted to do it again. All because, you know, the team said they wouldn't play then. They wouldn't play then. But you're the one, you're the one that broke protocol, not the other team. Right. Don't yeah, I say I think, you know, you, know, you, know we, you should be you you know, all your choices have repercussions. Uh, yeah. Choices well, you make, and, and then the what were the re,
1: what were the repercussions,
0: for Carolina? Nothing,
1: nothing. With nothing. Just, and, just I, and, I, and I, okay, you know I, I, will, I will
0: pile on now. You're it, not going to cool get Carolina an argument. You're pile. not going <laughs> to get an argument from me on that. I agree. I'm like, you know, if you make you do the crime, you got to do the time. And so, if it's another team like Carolina, you think it, it plays out the same way? I don't think. Well, look, how many times have you seen it this year, though? You, I mean, in that situation, I've not seen that situation that occurred. There's Carolina been there's been a happened. lot of teams no. that that have broke protocol and have not been punished. So why, yeah, Carolina? Why punish true. Carolina? I mean, look at the NFL. No. Look at uh, there was nobody. They yeah they. I think they fired the Saints. They slapped them on the wrist. Right. They may have done something to the to the Ravens. They slapped them on the wrist. But they weren't made to forfeit games, which I yeah, think that's, that's they should have. Point. If you want, you're not going to hurt a professional. And I know we're getting off basketball. You're not going to hurt a professional organization that much with a fine, unless it is a monumental fine. Take a game away. Well, Take a game check away from pilot, those. Yeah, I, and
1: you can't I punish. Think it was an opportunity to make a statement.
0: Yeah. You you can't, and I know it's a different situation, and maybe that's why it's yeah. it's you know I know they're having to adapt to a different situation, but and maybe that's why things are being a little lenient as as they are. But I, you're not going to get any argument out of me. Uh, I mean, they should afford they should forfeit that game if, if if it's not able to be played when scheduled. Whatever team is at fault if it's a cut. Perc- Protocol violation. Take it away from. Him. Not right to punish the other team for that.
1: I I agree with you. Now, my guess is Roy has his guys running quite a bit. Everyone, including the managers probably so. Um, so I'm sure Roy is making sure they well, don't make that mistake again.
0: Um, I, but I don't think you got to worry about it happening again.
1: Yeah, no, or at least not getting caught. So, you know, listen, number one rule, check your phones in. That, that's where they made a the big mistake. Be, listen, at that level of sports, you got to find one person in that place. We'll make sure he's at got everyone's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when they come into your party, okay? Yep. So, listen, if you're going to do this stuff, do it smart, and uh, if you're not
0: going to wear your the head. A party, use your, use your head. head. <laughs> Don't
1: get filmed. So, um, you know, so played out, you know, definitely uh, not the best look for Carolina in that situation, no. but they'll move on, and uh, but they did get the big win against Duke, so, you know, they did have something to celebrate. So after that, you know, we had um, a darn good basketball game between Georgia Tech and Notre Dame. Now, Notre Dame, and we'll talk about them a little bit later too, but Notre Dame's turned a bit of a corner. And we uh, talked about them. No <laughs> and we did talk, we did dismiss them. Yeah, now baby. I have been kind of, and I'm not a fan of Georgia Tech by any means. I really don't like their coach, but, um, they're playing good basketball. Um, and it's, uh, and I, I've been pretty impressed with it, what they've been able to do with it, but they pulled out a two point win. Um, but it was a really close one against Notre Dame. Um, you know, and it, it looked like you know at some point, um, you know, Georgia Tech was definitely going to lose. They were down by 17, uh, but ended up kind of coming back with that big win. So, you know, it, well, I wouldn't call it a big win, but a win they need it.
0: Yeah, they, so they, they, they definitely knocked that them. out. As good as they, as we've been talking about, they are. There's only so many moral victories you can get. Uh, Georgia Tech, <laughs> you know, of course, the beating Florida State helps. But you know we, we've we been talking about how they're doing this and they're, they're a good team, but they've got to make they've got to get some wins too.
1: Yeah, yo, you're right. Close doesn't cut it. You gotta get that. You gotta take it to the next level and get that win. So speaking of COVID again, Louisville. Um, so you know that COVID going through. Um, yeah. So their game with Pitt got postponed, and um, I think their recent game got postponed as well. So. Um, you know, that kind of moved us all the way over to this week. So, you have um, the Miami-North Carolina game, which we were just talking about. Yeah. You know, right two hours before tip-off.
0: That's crazy. No-go. That's crazy.
1: It's crazy. I mean, Miami traveled all the way. Yeah, <laughs> That's not a short trip. Um, And, uh, have it postponed two hours before, so yeah. disappointing. Um, you know, I've heard a lot of people said, well, Miami just didn't want to play North Carolina. They knew they'd lose, and I'm like, listen, maybe. I don't know about uh, that.
0: You'd any given night, especially it, this year, it is. So I'm, I'm sure those
1: guys wanted to play. I'm sure they were pretty disappointed they didn't play. Um, so um, you know, so we, I think we covered that pretty thoroughly. And then you get into uh, a game. I received a uh, uh, video text from from Stevie on Notre Dame <laughs> Duke game. So uh, what are your thoughts on that one, Stevie?
0: <laughs> That's all I got to say on that one. All you oh, all you Duke fans, man. I'm so sorry this year is not going like you want to. And I'm not going to say Duke sucks cuz I know what'll happen. If I say they suck, they're going to start playing well again and they're going to they're going to go in a row. But the fact I not say that cuz I got state coming up. <laughs> the fact that Notre Dame beat Duke Duke loses back to back games in the ACC. Back to back. That's, that's you know, not often do you see that happen with Duke.
1: Back to back No you games. don't. And uh, it, he uh but I tell you what, when you got one of your players sitting twenty eight points, Matt Ryan score um scored twenty eight
0: points. Yeah, and which is pretty pretty impressive. Does Duke have any defense anymore? I mean, this is the second. You know, great point. Second game in a row. It done. You Notre Dame scores ninety three, Carolina scores ninety one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're scoring you know, eighty nine and eighty seven. You should be winning this game. You should Duke, be winning. Duke yeah, teams Duke should, should be winning, winning a game with 89 and 87. You know, I we talked about it earlier. I mean, Duke. The reason I like Duke growing up, I love
1: their defense. You know, yeah. I was a defensive guy. Like I love defense and. I mean to watch a team that should be known as defense giving up, you know, over ninety points two games, that, that just shouldn't happen. Um so I'm not sure what's going on there. You know, that they've kinda of lost their identity. I mean, but they did put up eighty nine
0: points. Well, I, mean, that's, I, mean, that's fine. I mean, this is this Duke team has become an NBA wannabe team. They're all about scoring and they're not playing they're defense. defense. Yeah. And and yeah. they're turning the ball yeah. over. I mean, they are. That's that's well, that's classic. And it maybe it's what they want at Duke now. Maybe you want these one and dones I, that are going to be NBA players next year to get adapted to that kind of game. And that's why you're playing that way. But you know, it doesn't work in college basketball. Yeah. If you your goal is to win championships, not to be there one year and to up your draft status for the NBA draft. But that seems like what it is, it's becoming at Duke right now.
1: Yeah, and, you know, maybe, maybe that changes, I'm not sure. I mean, Duke had a game finally under control. I mean, they, they Had a 15-point lead. Like, yeah, I mean, you don't think Duke's going to give up a 15-point lead, especially Cameron. I know no fans, but they're just not going to give up that lead. And that, that Notre Dame comeback, I mean, Notre Dame, while they were done, yeah. and, you know, hit a couple buckets. Hit the three, I uh, you know I don't know if you saw this shot that put him, Notre Dame up by five. So Notre Dame's up two, a little over thirty seconds to go. Shot clock goes down. This guy hits um, a shot. I think it was Hub hit a, a three. He was pretty deep, somebody in his face at the buzzer of the shot clock and drills it with thirty eight seconds left. Wow. Put him up by five. You can't recover from that. And they they end up blowing it ninety three eighty
0: nine and go um, down once again. So again, shocker. Um, but I would say shocker uh, at this point. But, I wouldn't say shocker, you know, but, but it loss. was <laughs> it was, it was like I was like, okay, this is pretty funny. Uh, but you know. <laughs> and, <laughs> you I, and and just, you you know, I, know, that, hey, that let me great. tell you right now before anybody said, oh, he's going to get Duke Fed Guess what, Duke fans when Carolina loses a game like that gets upset. Y'all are the same way. Y'all come out of it, so. Guess what? Karma is a B. <laughs> we all know how you feel. Yeah. So, well, that
1: leads us into another frustrating game for the Wolfpack. So, the Wolfpack, as we oh. talked about, had a you know just dominating win against BC again, six scholarship players. Yeah. Um, have Syracuse. Now, the big talk was, hey, last time we played Syracuse, we didn't have fun to burn.
0: You know, we, we right. got this
1: and, um, you think they're ready. You think they're up and it, it was, a, it was a nice game. Uh, they, the last time they played, State looked great against that zone. Obviously, you know, uh, Behan made some changes and, and, you know, he's still running the two three, but they made some adjustments and, you know, we're shutting down that middle guy. I didn't see where Keith had made really any adjustments to be quite honest with you. <laughs> um, not the pal and Keith, but. Um, so we just weren't getting, getting the ball in. They had twenty turnovers in that basketball game, Stevie. Twenty turnovers. I think that's the most turnovers in ACC this year. They, you know, prize itself on not turning the ball over. Twenty turnovers, and you don't win basketballs. No, you can't win turnovers. So um, you know the only bright, you know, good. Thing that came out of it, Allen um, had 22 points. And he finally got hot with his threes, but that he had no help anywhere else. Nobody else stepped up, um, which was really disappointing across the board. So they go down to Syracuse, 77-68, another loss for the Pack, and season quickly going down the drain. So that's where we are. <laughs> Trying to talk them down as much as possible, trying to build up for this week's game. So <laughs> uh, hopefully, how that works. So, uh, so then we get to Virginia, um, Georgia Tech. So, hey, I, I, I'll jump in again. I call Georgia Tech on this one. You know, I didn't think, um, you know, I thought Georgia Tech speed and the way they run the game was going to be too much for Virginia. And, and to be quite honest, it, it, it was uh, for most of the game. It was a lot like the State Virginia game. I mean, Virginia Tech looked like they had it under control. Um, you know, not, never a big league, but four, five. Yeah. And then once again, boom. Virginia gets a couple of turnovers, has a couple of threes, boom. It, you know, that's saying, so, you know, they're up seven, eight points. They win 57 49. So they get they find a way to get it done. Um, you know, we, we talked about coaching. Well, I think coaching plays a role there. And yeah. it's also, you know, your players and having a few veteran players. At Clark play great. Uh, hit some big threes there at the end, um, and uh, it, it really, you know, kind of turned them around. So they're having close games, but they're winning, and that really separates you from from everybody. That's we have close right. Games no one had to win. win. No no more win. victories for Virginia,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> no one how to win. How we to take, get uh, the win is is what it's a big difference with, uh, 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 and that's experience. That's that's the team that's experienced, and they know how to win, and their coach. Like I said, it's better coaching. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. I don't mean, that, again, I think the Virginia Tech game was an anomaly. I mean, a 19 0 run by Virginia yeah. Tech. Uh, they just got hot. Things kind of blew up. Things happened. Um, but that's not the norm. Um, so, speaking of Virginia Tech, they were supposed to play Louisville. Um, that got postponed as well. So, Louisville now is in that COVID mode. So, I don't, you know, who knows what it's about to do with the yeah. middle of the program. You know, that guarantee of skipping the ACC tournament. Yeah, well, just you just know, skipped the ACC there, tournament yeah. there. So, yeah. So, I don't know now. So, maybe they might, they might need a few more wins I want to play. Um, so, Wake Forest played BC. I know everyone's like, oh, Wake Forest, BC game. But, you know, hey, give BC credit. I'm not sure if they got a couple of the players back. But they actually made a game of it. Um, but yeah, Wake but Forest won.
0: I mean, Wake Forest is not that I, strong a team this year. <laughs> No, they're not. I mean, um, they're not. So you're looking at, but they're the t- the bottom half of the league, right there. I we mean, are the third. Yeah. the third yeah, that's, worst against the worst team in the ACC right now. So, uh, you know, well, that's a good
1: point. So they're easily matched. Days, just
0: kind of skip over.
1: True. That is that is true. So you know you mentioned Duke. So is it really? realistic at this point i don't see them making the tournament i mean they would have to pull a all-time major turnaround now given they're schedule to play state on saturday right um and the way things are going that's probably a win for them <laughs> it usually is but i will say at Tennessee they do struggle with state we've had some upsets over duke over the years um on our home court but no yeah. fans Dave's not playing good basketball right now, I'll be honest. And, you know, dude has got to be hungry for a win. So I'm a little concerned they're going to make an example of us um, on Saturday. But who knows? We'll see how this plays out.
0: But are, if are they are able to do that's, – that's my question. Are they able to make an example out of anybody? That's my question with Duke. They are. they are. Well, you remember you swept up on Clemson that long ago, well, two weeks ago. Oh, I Clemson, mean, Clemson let, let me tell you about Clemson. Clemson was coming off. Here's here's my thing about Clemson. Clemson was coming off that COVID break, and I guess Clemson needed a few games to get their their feet back under them and get get in playing shape. Now they're back in playing shape, and Clemson's playing good basketball again. So they are. They I are. Do I? I think, and because it, it wasn't just Duke whipping up on Clemson. Everybody was whipping up on Clemson when Clemson first came back. It was twenty points, fifteen points, uh, and then Clemson got kind of got their feet, and now I mean, I think if Clemson played Duke again, I don't think it would happen like that, but
1: maybe not. You know, well, hey, this is a Duke team
0: that just put eighty nine on Carolina, so I mean, they're not. But a bad they gave up 90, um, ninety. They put up eighty nine. <laughs> they put eighty nine <laughs> yeah, on Notre yeah. Dame. They put up eighty seven yeah, on Carolina, true. but they lost. So I mean, yeah, this is the point. first time. They're, they're seven and eight overall five and six in the conference first time since 1999 that the program has had a record below 500 and even longer since the Blue Devils were below 500 in February that was in 95 that was the last that was the last time no coincidence the last time they didn't make the NCAA tournament and that was when coach K Don't was see on, it happening he was on leave to recover. From yeah. back surgery that year, if you remember that. They were 13. So this is
1: really the only year with him coaching full-time that day, you know, in a long, in a long time. You know, of course, athlete. when
0: he first got yeah. there, they struggled. But right. he was turning. So he threw
1: that year out because he's not coaching. So you know this has got to be driving him insane. I mean, that's
0: a key well, yeah, in the at, tournament. You, you can see it. I mean, you can hear yeah, it. it you can hear it when he yeah. talks. And I mean, I'm a coach too. I know wins make you feel a lot better, and losses make you feel yeah. like t- t- crap. I mean, it's yeah. but to to be and you know I, I like like you know I talked about Tom Brady on the final score earlier, but Coach K is not one of my favorite people. He's a great coach, but he's also one of, a big old hypocrite, and I've heard that from Duke fans as well. Certain Duke fans have told me that. You look at him now in the media, and you look at him on the sidelines, he looks like a bitter old man over there. And I don't know if that's just because the season's going away. I mean, it, granted, no, he's not going to be happy about the way season, the season's going, but this is so un K-like to see yeah, the, the way yeah. he's acted. I mean, not just on the sides, but, you know, press conferences, um... You know, I don't know. Drew, they have dropped six of its last eight games. Wow, that's just How crazy you, to think that. And listen to so it. They were definitely they were ranked ninth in the preseason poll. That's, wow, wow, ninth to not. I mean, I don't see any way to
1: make the turn. I mean, they can almost you, win every game. You look at yeah.
0: this; they were one spot ahead of Kentucky in the in the poll. And Kentucky is 5-12 and 12 right now. Wow. I mean, isn't it weird how kind of those two-story programs
1: both are struggling the way they are this year? It's really odd um, how that's really playing out. But, you know, maybe it takes them down a peg. You know, I'm not going to argue
0: that. All right? Well, um, you look at the – and it's not just them. You know, of course, Carolina's playing a little bit better than they are. But you look at – this latest top twenty five poll has come out and this will really set you back. Yeah. Guess who's missing from the four teams missing from the top twenty five that are usually in the top twenty five all the time. Kentucky, who has really been terrible this year. Duke, who we just talked about. Carolina, and now just this past week, Kansas fell out of the top twenty five. Do you realize that that has not happened. One of these teams has been in the poll, at least one of them. The last time none of them were in the poll was December 18th, 1961. Wow. So we're talking That's 60 incredible. years ago. That
1: is incredible. So, I mean, I mean you can't. You can't think COVID
0: doesn't have something to do with that. I, I mean, don't. I, d- I really don't think it's as much. As, I, I swear, I've said it. The one and dones, buddy, are hurting. Yeah, it, it, and Kansas has got some of them too. Kansas has had some some players leave early. Maybe not after one year, but uh, they haven't been there long. And I think you're getting a different feel cool. for the eight, for the NCAA right cool. now. I mean, if March Madness, well, I, if it keeps on like this, March Madness will be totally different than what you've seen in years past. Oh, it's definitely going to be. But think about the one and do What's different
1: this year? What's different this year, those guys have not had as much time to act, get acclimated to the game. They haven't right. had as much time to, to be with the team. They haven't had as many games under their belt. That makes an impact. Because usually, it, especially Kentucky, you see them peak mid-season. And it, these guys don't have enough time and stuff like that. that that's actually really, really an impact. And so I agree with you. I think it's an impact, but I think it's amplified. Here's even the this thing. Year I, you were happened.
0: seeing signs of this last year. That, this was this yeah. Was yeah. starting to show its face last year. So, I, I mean, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to well, tell you.
1: Again, you got no pity from me on the teams that get the top recruits in the country. Um, so what good you know, is getting you that, top, that
0: sounds like it. <laughs> what good is getting the top recruits when you, they're not there long enough to jail with the rest of their team and you know yeah, you know I would rather have it's, to be honest with you, I'd rather have let's say how do they rank them, five star four star now?
1: Yeah,
0: I'd rather have a team full of three stars that are gonna be there together. For at least three years, then a, then a couple of four, a five stars that are not going to be there for one year, and are only thinking about where, what am I going to do when I get to the NBA. I mean, I'm I'm at that point now where you know stop recruiting the five star guys unless they're going to commit to being there at least three years. Recruit the three star guys and put them out there and let them hustle around the court. And, and be there for three years, and and develop well, that's, that's a program kind of like again. Carolina get that five star.
1: I'll 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 another five star. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, that's
0: what I'm saying. I've got to the point now where that that's the way I feel, and I mean it, yeah. It, no, I, I think it's valid. I really and, do. And, and nothing you know, wrong you're with not the, five, the one saying that. The five star guys by any means, but. Give me a three-star guy that's going to be there, commit yeah. to the program, and, and yeah, I, I'll take it. Look, look at Anton well, Jameson. Was Anton Jameson one yeah. of the big bigger recruits in the nation? No. But look what he did while he was there. When he got his chance. Yeah, developed. He, better. he stayed there for three years also. Well, I always make the argument, you see the tournament, and the teams that you see
1: who make these runs in the tournament that you don't, these, no, the schools you haven't heard of that you they're the teams that have five seniors, and those guys have been playing together, you know, through their whole career, and they've peaked at the right time, yeah. and they just play great together. That's fun to see, and it's uh, especially fun to see them take down, like you said, those five-star guys and four-star guys who everybody knows. Um, so I, I really enjoy that. And Notre
0: Dame has that model, and Notre Dame usually has those three- to two-star that. They go through that spell where uh, they, they struggle yeah. for a couple years. By their junior yep. year, they're, they're starting to jail, they get better, and then their senior year, you're looking at a good team.
1: Absolutely. So, it's, you know, they just go through that trend. So, it's it's been crazy. So, what kind of craziness do we have coming up now? What's on the schedule um, for this? this you look at the, the, any games remaining this weekend,
0: I guess. So it starts this weekend. Yeah, it'll start. Uh, let's see. Let me look at up. Bring it up here. So, Friday. We actually have a Friday game this week. Georgia Tech at Clemson. I've got to go with Clemson on that. I think Clemson's mm. on a roll right now. You know, I think I'll go with
1: – I keep picking Georgia. I'm going to go with Clemson on, on, with that, too. Um, oh, Lord. Yeah, I, change, I think man. the, the peaking – ju- yeah, we just crushed – we just ruined Clemson's yeah,
0: shot at winning that game. But. <laughs> so, uh, the Saturday games, uh, Louisville at Virginia Tech, that's postponed. Uh, but you've got Wake Forest at Florida State. I think that's an easy Florida State win. Yeah, that's going to get ugly. Uh, Boston College at Syracuse. You know, it just... I think Syracuse, but just depends on what Syracuse team shows up. uh, Boston College is struggling (laughs) right now.
1: Yeah, Syracuse will handle that pretty easily, I think.
0: Duke at NC State.
1: Yeah, so... um, I I hope you say Duke's going to crush them by 50, because maybe that will help. Um, You know, I... (laughs) We, we, we tend to play him tough there um, on our home court, but just not playing the ball right now. Devin's went out, um, Devin Daniels went out, and just they're not finding anybody to run the point. Struggling, Helms felt like he was going to step up um, and did for a few games, and it hadn't done anything lately. So I don't, I don't see it. I think Duke's going to. I mean, I wouldn't want to play him this weekend after losing two straight. Um, um, I think they're going to come out fine. And I think it could get ugly, to be honest with you. I hate to say that. Um, but who knows at this point?
0: Yeah, Without you don't really state. know. I think State loses big, but that's me. Um, what's, your, what's your thought? I'm, I'm, I'm going State. I think State's going to be... Why did you do that?
1: Doug? Why do
0: you? <laughs> yeah, because, look, let me, let me ask you this. Over the past five years, at least... In this game, state plays Duke, like you said. State plays well with Duke, and State beats it Duke. State has beat Duke. I think it's going to happen. I think you can. You guys have got a good chance. Uh, no matter how bad you say y'all are playing, I think it's. I think it it's going to. I think I'm. I'm going to go with State on this one. I'm, I got a gut feeling. Yeah, we need may... Duke to not shoot good baskets. I mean,
1: Duke hasn't played great defense. Maybe that plays yeah. in our hands. And maybe we actually play a little score, defense. So, all you got to do is... Hey, you know what? I'll be watching. Score 90
0: points. That's all you got to do. 90 points.
1: That's what it's going to be. All right, 90 points wins it. We will see if yeah, that Yeah, I mean, that's, like, that's,
0: that's what it seems like the last two. I mean, 91 yeah, and... that's true. And 93. So you score 90 points, you beat Duke. All right, so let's go oh. uh, North Carolina at Virginia. Ah, jeez. Oh, geez. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. I totally didn't. I missed that. Um, is that Saturday? That's Saturday at six. So, uh, oh, oh, I'm not, I'm not seeing Carolina do well with this. I think Virginia, Virginia gets them, and I think it's double digits. I think it's like a ten, eleven point game. I don't,
1: I don't see Carolina matching up well. No, they really don't. don't. They don't match up uh, well with Virginia. So I would agree with you. Um, now we probably just sealed it for Virginia since we both picked
0: Virginia, but. <laughs> i gotta say i think i think virginia if i have this. if i have that much power then i need to start making some bets
1: <laughs> yeah i know i need to, <laughs> hey, I need so, to start. Well,
0: hey online betting just became legal in virginia so um, i'm not in
1: virginia is open. <laughs> i know but i am <laughs> 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 so i'm too smart to make those bets so um yeah i lose that money fast so, wow, that would be a great basketball game. So
0: what's coming up after that? Sunday, we've got Pitt, Pitt at Georgia Tech and what should be a good game. That's a tough Ooh, one to pick. I think that'd be a good game. That's a tough that one to pick really for me. That is a But, I, you know, I'm going Georgia Tech. I think Georgia Tech needs a win. Uh, Pitt, Pitt needs a win, too. But I think Georgia Tech, I, I'm, I'm just my gut feeling tells me Georgia Tech on this one. Two words again, Jose
1: Alvarado. He yeah. he's, he's going to play great. Now they now Pitt's got Champagne. Yeah, awesome, I mean you got two of the, player the best ACC
0: players, it. two of the best Dude, individual players, the in, best players in the ACC yeah. right now. And uh, yeah, you know, I, would, I would agree. I'm, I'm going Georgia Tech, and then uh, I, I would watch it. Good oh game. yeah, I, would, I would, probably watch this. I'll probably watch that game. You got a double header on the ACC network that right? that starts at four and at six. You got Miami at Notre Dame. I'm going Notre Dame. Yeah, I think Notre Dame's rolling right now. They're high. So um, i go. They've got I
1: confidence. Three of the same. Uh, yeah, they do. Um, confidence means a lot, especially with shooters, and the shooters are hitting. So, yeah, I'd go Notre Dame on that.
0: So then we go uh, Monday night, the game that everybody's going to want to see, our buddy Chris, uh, Virginia, number nine, moved into the top ten again. At number 17, Florida State. 7 o'clock on ESPN. Ah, and I've said all along. Did you say and I'm Monday say, night? Monday night, yeah. Oh, wow. And I've said all along, and I'm going to make the same pick I picked two weeks ago. I think Virginia takes down Florida State. There, there's You've got, you got athletes on Florida State's team, and you've got a good coach, but you've got a system with Virginia that knows how to win, and do it consistently, like we said. It they they have these close games that they manage to to pull away in the end, and I think they do that same same formula against Florida State. Yeah, I you
1: know I think Florida State's a lot built a lot like Virginia Tech with the athletes, and you know that ended up seeming to get Virginia. So I you know if if Florida now, State's hitting. Um, I think Virginia. I mean, Florida State takes down Virginia, but okay. Now, now wait
0: a minute. Wait a minute here. You said now they're built like Virginia Tech. Now what did you say about that? That loss to Virginia Tech earlier. You just said that was a did. Anomaly. was an
1: anomaly.
0: That was a yeah. anomaly. Yeah, I did.
1: So you're right. You're right. You got me. You got me. Um, because that was a quick run.
0: Yeah, I mean that was a fifteen zero run at the end. Yeah, I'm telling you, yeah. you you pick for Florida State because when when Virginia wins, I'll be there to rub it in. Uh, all right, all right. Well, that's good. This will be our our grudge matches. This Florida is a grudge Virginia match. So, I'm gonna rub it in. What right. come next next week? I'm gonna say, yep, Billy, I told you so. And if, I, if I they lose, I'm so not, If they lose, I just We just won't do an episode next week. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fair. No, no. So I will definitely take What do we the, have got
1: after that? The
0: the the last game up until when we'll probably recording in is uh, Tuesday game, Virginia Tech at North Carolina. Ooh,
1: another good
0: game. Ah, uh, ah, uh, jeez.
1: I think that's gonna be a really good basketball game. To be honest with you. Um, yeah, I Different. think they got, they got the guy back that was
0: suspended. I think they did. Pretty oh, yeah, there. I think they had him um, back. So, um, I'll go pretend to check. You know what? I'm going to pick the upset. I'm going to pick my boys at Carolina. At They're at the okay. Dean Dome. I think, uh, I think they come out and they, they play, they really seem to play better. Whether it's a crowd or not, yeah. out there and a big game or a, a ranked opponent coming in, sometimes at the Ding Dome they they get more pumped up for that. But you know, uh, how 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 crazy
1: is it? You just sat, made the statement that for the upset against Virginia Tech, how exactly. I mean, yeah, I
0: You're exactly right. Uh, the upset against Carolina against Virginia Tech, and granted, years ago, a, a few years back this was a big time matchup in the ACC tournament that Carolina almost lost yeah. with Tyler Hansborough and that crowd. Yeah. Uh, I mean, an NCAA championship team that almost lost to Virginia Tech in the ACC tournament. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, just got a good feeling about that, but you know, I, I got, I got a lot of gut feelings this week. You notice that? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how they pan out. I, um, I say, what we got? It sounds like we've got
1: some great basketball to watch over the next week. So uh, it'll be fun to how it shakes out, and um, you know, when Florida State beats Virginia and everything. So
0: <laughs> can, Chris, if you're listening right now, you know you can. You're closer. You're closer to him than me. Try to shake some sense into him. He wants
1: me to say this because he's convinced anytime time I say that Virginia wins. So, except this time. Well, so this is the third time fits against Virginia. I'll probably be wrong again. So we will, uh, so we, we will see how it shakes out. So, you know, definitely everybody get, you know, sit back, watch the football's over. Sit Football back, watch the basketball. Yeah. It is, it is, it is a basketball time. You know, before we know it will be in the March Madness. Um, that's
0: so, just ho- let's just, you let's know. just hope we're able to have March Madness this time. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Last year we were robbed of it and, uh, you know, it was definitely not the same, but, this year, you know, we got a we got a good chance for it to happen. Of course, it's all going to be in one place, but uh, I'll take it. You know, uh, last well, year I'm
1: excited about the ACC tournament. Um, I'm I'm super excited about that. So, um, you know, I don't think state's going to be probably part of the the, the uh, big tournament, and uh, so I'll enjoy the ACC tournament
0: run. But the way the season been, it should be interesting. Um, that that's for oh sure. no doubt. Well, I mean, no doubt tournament. about that, but. I just, uh, I don't know. I'm ready for for March Madness. I'm into the basketball because we do this podcast. I'm in it more than I have been. Uh, but last year, you know, trying to get into it and trying to, you know, and and then to have have the, the tournament just taken away from you. You know, and we talk about how weak the ACC is this year. And Virginia, yep. granted, just moved back into the into the uh, into the top ten, and that's the only top ten team I think we have. Virginia Tech and uh, Florida State in the top twenty-five, but I just—I mean—I'm ready for ba- ACC basketball to get back to where it was. Like you look at like back in, let's take for instance the 90 ninety ninety ninety-one season. Um. Ends up with an ACC national champion, Duke. But you look at the teams you had that you had a great Georgia Tech team with what Lethal Weapon Three, Kenny Anderson, yeah. Dennis Scott, Brian Oliver. You had a Carolina team that was great. You had, I mean, this was just a a one of the great college basketball seasons to me. You had a UNLV team that was that was just dominating and was taken down by Duke in the Final Four. NC State was not a bad team that year, believe it or not. Um, that was that was back when fire and ice were there. I mean, yeah, we yeah, need true. to, you know, that's what we need to get back to with with the ACC. You had two team, two ACC teams in the final four. Um, unfortunately, Duke won uh, the the championship. <laughs> uh, but oh no, that was yeah, that was a year they they upset. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They upset UNLV in the in the final four. Yep. That cost me money. That cost me a lot of money, by the way, in my, in the March Madness bracket. So better, a yeah, little better that's, than that's angry. Just all UNLV. Do. I don't blame know how. And, and it's you not like better. A, just let
1: you know, it. Which one go?
0: Uh, you know, it's it's almost like I don't blame Duke as much as I do UNLV for. For laying a freaking egg in the (laughs) the Final Four. But, uh, you know, I need ACC basketball to get back to that. And I think the only way we get ACC basketball back to that is just like we said, I've said it time and time again, forget these one-and-dones and and concentrate on guys that will commit to your program. I look at – I sat there the other night, no lie, after we did uh, last week's podcast, I had – I still have a lot of... One of the best things about college basketball season coming back when I was a kid was the ACC basketball handbook. It came out every year like in October. Mm. And I always got a copy of it. And I still have a lot of, of my copies. I would flip through that. And I knew... and You know, I could keep up with every team, every player on every team. I, I was aware of who they were when they played on... Wednesday night on on the Holly Farms, you had the uh, Raycom, Jefferson Pilot game of the week. You had Wednesday or Tuesday night. Then Saturday you had like a doubleheader and maybe a game on Sunday. And that was all you had because we didn't have cable back then. At least I didn't. You may have. But <laughs> I knew who, who each player was when they come off the bench because I read that handbook. But now if you get one of those handbooks now, it changes every year. I mean, granted, it changes every year, but you can't keep up with who he is because there's so much turnover. And I think it's, you yes. know, it's a shame, but it's the nature of the beast now. It is. So we'll, we'll I, you
1: know, we'll turn a page on this season, move in the next, and hopefully get it back the way it was. And and whoever makes it in the tournament, hopefully they can represent the ACC well.
0: It only takes um, one. They're, so, they're I mean, if sports. one of them can it can does. make a, it can make a big big. Uh, Splash in the tournament, like a Virginia or Florida State, who I think are the two that have the best chance to do it. Um, You know, by all means, I hope they do. Absolutely. So, Stevie, I think uh, it's time to to sign off and get ready for this week's basketball.
1: And uh, you know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say, go pack,
0: Go down the Blue Devils. Go pack, whatever. (laughs) Go, go heels. (laughs) Just don't go Blue Devils. That's all, and that's all I got to say. Well, look, uh, guys, that's going to do it for this week. I uh, hope you enjoy your ACC basketball. A lot of a lot of high school tournaments getting started right now, and, and, and even the high school assessment tournament, like our tournament, um, the way they did it this year, they went by your home court was whoever had the be- the higher seeded girls team, and. They played three games. Let's see. We had we had three games the other night in the tournament, and, and that's how they're doing it now. They're going to the higher seed for the championship game, so uh, we'll see how that works out. Now, of course, our our uh, alumni, the Northeast Academy team, the girls did make the championship game. So, but they had lost two. They already lost twice to this team, to Pungo They're playing so. Hopefully they can. Uh, it's hard hard to beat a t- good team three times a season. Hopefully, hopefully that's the case when this championship game takes place tomorrow night. Northeast can pull it out of Pungo. but guys, that's going to do it for this week. Billy, as always, had a, had a blast, and uh, I, I'm sure Chris will be knocking on your door in a few minutes once he hears this and uh, let he you know what might. he thinks. <laughs> do what. He just might. He just might. But uh, anyway, guys, you guys have a great week. That's going to do it for Tobacco Road Weekly.